0: Drop bear
1: gaming.
0: Drop bear gaming
2: drop gaming drop gaming drop bear gaming hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the drop bear gaming podcast yay, yay. we've taken a bit of a hiatus um, yeah. Matt's decided to travel um, and I sat yeah. For a couple of weeks, basically.
0: Well, we didn't record before I travelled because I got sick. Yeah. Which is annoying in a COVID world because even if you have a runny nose, like every shop has a sign that says, "If you have symptoms, do not enter." Yeah. It's like I have a negative COVID test, mm. which was very uncomfortable <laughs> to receive. <laughs> the doctor's like, right? "The doctor's like, there's nothing we can do about your you cough, but we need you to get a chest, but we need you to get a COVID test before you can even get in the doctor." We well, was a phone call. And I was like, it's not COVID, yeah, because I haven't fucking gone anywhere, and I have no other symptoms. It's just my kids had a cough, and they gave it to me. Mm. And they're like, you need a COVID test. So I got a COVID test. Surprise, surprise, it's fucking negative. (laughs) And then they're like, oh, here have some antibiotics, Mm. which will definitely help your viral chest infection. Yeah. So.
2: But it won't help your negativity of COVID.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so we didn't record during that time, and then I went to Cairns for two weeks, yeah, uh, which was wet. Yeah, you picked a good time for it. Yeah. yeah. I did play a bit of, um, despite my sister-in-law's house having really shit Wi-Fi,
1: <laughs> they have their
0: router down one end of the house, and the living area is up the other end of the house, uh, and it's just like a Besser Block house, because yeah, it's in Cairns, it's yeah. like a cyclone-proof house. Mm-hmm. So there's like... Fuck all Wi-Fi down yeah. the other end of the house, but luckily yeah. I was sleeping in the room with the router. Oh, that's alright. So just stay there all day. Yeah, so I was just in there. Like I put Oscar down for a nap, and then I just wouldn't go back out. <laughs> and I had a, I took a, a dual sense controller from my PS5 and an Xbox controller from my Xbox Series X yeah. to remote play either. Turns mm. out PS5 remote play doesn't work with a PS5 <laughs> controller. You have to use a PS4 <laughs> controller. That's so weird. The upside is that you can actually just use the controls like overlaid on your screen with PS5. You can do it. It's fucking annoying yeah. to do like triggers and stuff yeah, like that. Exactly. So I was like, whatever. I'll just get... I stole a PS4 controller from my sister-in-law's kids. Nice. So I was like, give that. Yeah. Give it in. Synced it to my phone. Yeah. They tried to use it on the PS4 all the way. I'm like, <laughs> stop using my phone. <laughs> um, and then I tried... Remote play with the Xbox controller. turns out I hadn't set it up correctly on the Xbox, so I couldn't use that. But um,
2: Lucky you found it a PlayStation 4 controller. Yeah. Right? Or you would have yeah. been real pissed off. So I was
0: playing a bit of Valhalla on my tiny phone screen, Yeah. and it's surprisingly good, the remote play. Wow. It works better now than it did on PS4, which is good. good. I yeah. think it's because the console itself does the majority of the coding, like oh, transcoding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So with a higher-powered system, you can get a much more crisp... Um, sort of feed stream yeah. of the game, yeah. So it actually worked really well. I could even see playing like Mortal Kombat or something that's like really Precise. fine, yeah. You yeah. need like a good response time, mm. uh, assuming your internet's good. But that was on like 50 Mbps. Mm. Um, I think it's ADSL or something they got up there. I don't yeah. think it's NBN, might yeah. be NBN on like a mixed tech or something. Oh, okay, yeah. But either enough. way, it wasn't very good internet. <laughs> and the streaming worked reasonably well, so.
2: Mm. Oh, you got to test it. That's good. Yeah,
0: so I played okay. a bit of Valhalla while I was up there, and yeah. I had my Switch with me, and I played some. Well, I played Diablo Immortal, yeah. the um, mobile game. It was the one where the guy was like, "Don't you all have phones?" Yeah. At the like E three thing right. that caused a massive shit show. <laughs> Because everyone was like, why are you making a Diablo for mobile? Make Diablo for And he's like, you've all got phones in your pocket. Shut up. <laughs> and they're like, bitch, what? <laughs> you can't talk to us like that. What about my $5,000 PC? <laughs> anyway, so the technical alpha for that happened. And um it was Australia only, yep. which is, you know, with the lucky country.
2: It's a bit weird that they, they went there. It's the smallest, like... Geographic, demographic. Yeah, that's why that they do it. Is. They did
0: the same yeah. with, um, fuck, what was it? I think Pokemon Go got, or one, it was like a, a lot of really big um, mobile games get tested here because it's uh, it's a small amount of people. Yeah. Yeah. But instead of going, okay, it's only New York City or something, you can't like lock down New York City as a region yeah, for people to download enough. it. But if yeah. you're in the Australian region, yeah. they know there's only a limited number of people that can download yeah, the game, true. possibly. So mm. maybe we're just the, that sweet spot, and with the and right. And if we
2: all die because of it, then it's not that huge of a loss yeah, on the world.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But like, I think bastards. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Fuck you.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's good because we get to play the games, but we might die. Yeah, that's right. No. Um, Test so, subjects. Yeah. So I think that's why, because like. They can test it on a smaller amount of people, but it's, we're the, we're the right, we're like a Western culture. Yeah. You know, if they went to England, you're looking at, what's the population of England like? 80 30, million? 40, 60 something million? A lot. Something like that. Yeah. If you go the whole of the UK, it's probably 100 million or something, like oh, that, yeah. I don't fucking know. But... So you limit it's it to they've Australia. because they everywhere else and sent yeah. their bad people away.
2: So yeah. there's probably more like 250 million of them, but yeah. not there. But if
0: you like look at other countries that have a similar population level to us, they may not be the kind of people, the culture that is likely to play a fucking Diablo game on their phone. True. So um, yeah. I'm happy for them to continue, all companies to continue yeah. doing that because we get the first dibs on heaps of games. Mm-hmm. Like I think Gears Pop, the pop vinyl Gears game, there was like a mobile game and the Command & Conquer one. I think we got that first as well. Um, vaguely remember that. Yeah, they're not massive mm. games that people get into or anything. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, Diablo Immortal. Um, might talk about that on the next episode. Yeah, cool. Because this... This one we our... are going to try and focus
2: on our game of the year from last year. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I want to mention, which is pretty big news for us, um, is that we've Drop Bear Gaming, the podcast, has turned 10.
0: Yeah. Which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Fucking hell, I can't believe we've been doing this for 10 years. Yeah, I know.
2: Yeah. It's actually really bizarre. Like, um, there's not that many podcasts that last 10 years. Yeah. And very, very small amount of them in the gaming genre. Yeah. So, we're kind of... Like, we've been doing it for so long now. Yeah. That it's a huge feat.
0: Yeah. Which is pretty cool. I mean, we're not very consistent with it no and we're but, not like royalty or anything yeah.
2: like it's just happened that we're still here yeah so we're the stubborn
0: ones yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah we're
2: like that cockroach at the back of the fridge that you know you just can't reach and you, you know it's too far to spray <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs> we're not dying yeah yeah we're not going away. well um yeah 10 years i mean fuck. we were there for the ps4 launch Yep. And the PS5 launch. So and,
2: and the very first EB Expo.
0: Yeah, we went to that. Yeah. So it's yeah, been, been a, a wild ride. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: it really has. We've seen a lot of changes in the industry. We've seen it go from potentially a 10 or uh, probably a 30 billion dollar industry yeah. to a trillion dollar industry. You know, like there's been some massive leaps. Yeah. There's been a lot of focus on it over the last few years. It's stolen a lot of limelight from other mediums, like movies. Particularly this year, that's just gone
0: past. So we all Mm -hmm. know, COVID nineteen has torn the world asunder. Oh yeah. And um, it was something like video game profit. Or revenue. I think revenue revenue has yeah. gone up by twenty yeah. percent year over year on twenty nineteen to twenty twenty, mm. and they reckon that's mainly because of lockdowns of people just jumping. And I mean the new console launches as well. Yeah. Yeah. But people just going, what can I do while I'm sitting at home? Oh, mm. I'll buy an Xbox. I'll yeah. buy a PS4.
2: Well, that was the amazing thing that, and it happened all over the world from what I could find. Yeah. Um, it became. So hard during twenty twenty to get a console, yeah, that there was major issues. Yeah. Like huge issues. And then the PlayStation five and the Xbox Series X came yeah. out and pre orders were a pre orders were gone, you
0: know. When it came out, it was sold out straight away. It's still sold out everywhere. Yeah. I think the Xbox is close to getting more stock in. And worldwide. Playstation
2: are apparently getting some in but Australia think, next week. Yeah, yeah,
0: I think Playstation you're gonna probably find that being sold out for a bit longer. Yeah, I mean, Xbox have been out from what we can... Because Xbox don't put out their sales numbers yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. But from what we can see based on retail numbers, it looks like the PS5 is outselling the Xbox Series X by a long shot. Well, I've been but really surprised.
2: JB Hi-Fi has actually had Xboxes in stock
0: yeah.
2: over Christmas. Yeah, And you know, yes, they kind of come and go, but... You can try your luck and go into a store, and they'll actually have a console there yeah, that you can walk out with. Yeah. And to me, that is amazing because yes. you're not fucking getting one on PlayStation. Not happening. Exactly. Unless you go and spend four grand on eBay. Yeah. Which I've seen them higher than that as well. Yeah. And I've also heard of people getting bricks sent to them. Yeah. So they'll spend thousands of dollars to get a PlayStation, yeah. and they'll literally open, open a box and it's a fake. brick. It's bricks. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty shit out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So um, yeah, I think we're going to see the PlayStation continue to outsell the Xbox for a little while longer, at least. Yeah. I mean, the Bethesda deal. One of the big things that happened in 2020 was um, ZeniMax Media and Xbox announcing that Xbox is acquiring ZeniMax, yeah. including Bethesda Game Studios, Machine Games, ID or ID Games, yeah. um, big games like the yeah massive companies. Mm. Um, so that's supposed to come through in the first half of this year that it's going yeah. to be finalized. And once that happens, you know, we just had, um, Bethesda announced that they're making, they've partnered with Lucasfilm yep. to make an Indiana Jones game. Um, like we can probably be fair and say that's probably going to be an Xbox exclusive. I would imagine so. I mean, I don't know. If, I mean, you, you might think, oh, exclusive. yeah, you might think, oh, it's a major, It's a major IP. It's not going to be, yeah, exclusive. But fucking Spider Man's exclusive to PS4 and PS5. So, um, we'll see what happens with that. They also announced that Ubisoft are going to be doing one. Is it um, what are they called? The guys who made The Division and The Division Two. I can't remember. Massive Entertainment. Yeah, massive. They're the ones making a new Star Wars open world game. Which Which is going to be interesting. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. those guys made Assassin's Creed... uh, I think they did Revelations, which was the third in the XCO trilogy, Mm -hmm. and Far Cry 3. So they have experience in that first-person shooter action-adventure game, as well as the MMO side of The Division and The Division 2. I personally would fucking love to see a Star Wars like The Division game. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be completely different to The Division, obviously. But, like... That kind of persistent online world, mm. but of Star Wars it's kind of amazing because just
2: just the the conjuring of the idea saying a star wars open world game, yeah seems so limited to one world, yeah, you know, and Star it's, Wars yeah. isn't limited to one world it's the universe, ever. Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of bizarre, like how are they going to be able to write that into the to the thing whether they make it multiple worlds and it becomes yeah. something more like destiny yeah you know that could work um as maybe a first person or a third person yeah. game but either that or they lock it down literally to one world yeah and there's a reason why that's that's happened. yeah and they have to write that into the law
0: it's interesting because you look at something like um jedi fallen order yeah which was across like five different planets but that was a very linear game yeah um which I think worked really well. That game was really fucking good. Mm. But in terms of a really big open world, like you look at anything that Ubisoft do, mm. you know, Immortals, Phoenix Rising, Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, they're all massive maps, but it's one area. Yeah, that's right. You know, so yeah. what do you do? Like take a site, a map the size of say Valhalla, chop it into four parts and have four planets mm. with smaller areas, yeah. or you know you could have one region for each planet or something but then
2: could be possible yeah you know, it's not really yeah. an
0: open world i yeah. don't know it's it's it'll be interesting to see what they do yeah but like yeah. if they you know do a story of like a bounty hunter or something like that and just have it go across maybe three planets mm. with it with you know a map a third the size of valhalla yeah. in each yeah that's still a massive map because mm. i think this six regions not including the sort of city regions in valhalla or six or eight or something like this and they're massive and then you've got the city ones that are smaller yeah but if you take say the size of two regions so i've been playing in one i've been playing a bit of valhalla and i've been doing one i'd go region by region yeah and that one region i've probably spent a good 10 to 15 hours doing everything in it yeah you know if you take two of them that's 30 hours and then make fucking three or four planets of that size that's a shitload of work yeah because you know in Valhalla they're just repeating the same assets throughout yeah but you know you have how fucking hard is it to make Tatooine it's a a, freaking it's a bunch of sand yeah exactly (laughs) and I mean they do
2: have well EA's got all the the previous maps and everything's there um and well, I wonder the, the law is there for the universe. Yeah, to know that's what right. The planets look so like they can very through. easily replicate those, well, I would imagine. I don't know how easy it would be. Oh, a click of a
0: finger, you know? Like they don't have to brainstorm day. it as much, I wouldn't think. Exactly. I think yeah. they definitely and will, though. They, they
2: don't need to be unique. They don't need to be um, you know, specialized or introduce anything new. Yeah. Because if they do, there'll be backlash. Yeah. Because if that's not in the law, then that's not fucking Star Wars. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Well, I mean, it's
0: Star Wars, so you just have a sand planet. A fucking a drop bear jungle, planet. What are jungle they called, planet? Those little drop
2: bears. Ewoks. Ewoks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A jungle <laughs> planet, an ice planet, a sand planet, and a the Coruscant, which is the big city. Yeah. You yeah. could even do. They could do like a lockdown part of Coruscant, the division style. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know? yeah. yeah. That'd, that'd be, be so fucking funny if they did that. They're just <laughs> like it's Star Wars: The Division. <laughs> And you just go in, and it's like you're picking up AKs off dead bodies. Yeah, exactly. Shit. Except instead of being like humans, there's just different weird-looking shit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're That'd working for the. You're working for the.
2: No, it will be Star yeah. Wars divided.
0: Yeah. 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 Not division. <laughs> exactly.
2: So anyway,
0: I think we're going to be waiting quite a long time for those two things because Lucasfilm announced them. Like, both at the same time, pretty much. Yeah. We saw a teaser trailer for what was coming from Bethesda, which is the Indiana Jones one. It looks like it's going to be around the Vatican and stuff like that from, like, this, You know, all it is is a camera panning across a desk with a typewriter and a fucking... At the end, is an indie hat that he lifts up and it's yeah. a fucking whip underneath. But there's, like, boarding passes and stuff on the desk. Mm-hmm. And so people have, like, yeah. gone through it with a fine-teeth comb and, you know, figured out what they think it's going to be about. But, um... I think mm. that's going to be executive produced by Todd Howard from Bethesda Game Studios, but the game is being made by Machine Games, yep. who made like Wolfenstein and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which I think fits with Indiana Jones because Indiana Jones is very same Nazi. kind of time. It's frame? set in 1937, according yep. to the boarding passes on that thing. Okay. So yep. it's around the right time for Machine Games to be able to yeah. put their experience to use. Mm-hmm. But um, Todd Howard's involved, so we probably won't see that until fucking the and next I mean, decade. Really, all they need to do
2: is just put in a, you know, a, an uncharted spin on the character, because yeah. there's always been that cross, you know, yeah. with Uncharted games saying all he is is just a you know a modern day Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Wow, so- you
0: see all the comments on the on the YouTube video for that teaser, and it's all like oh, it's just Uncharted. Yeah. They're just stealing Uncharted. It's like, mmm.
1: Not really. Think you've got your timelines mixed up.
0: <laughs> but, uh, it'd be interesting if that, is a fir- is, if that is a first party exclusive on Xbox as a direct competitor to Uncharted. Exactly. And then you've got Tomb Raider just bouncing in between being yeah. like, we're still here. Yeah, hello. Hi. we <laughs> you got the boobies. I'm Lara. <laughs> so, anyway, um, so that's something to look forward for this year, but I mean, there's plenty of other shit to talk yeah. about for this year, yeah. which we won't talk about on this episode. No, that's right. Because we're talking about the year that has been. Mm. So, like I said, one of the biggest things this year has been COVID 19, which has upended everything. Yeah. We've had game delays. We've had games come out that are garbage because they didn't spend enough time on them, Cyberpunk. Um, they've had, yeah. you know, Ubisoft re- delayed nearly every game that they released. Pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah what Watch really. Dogs Legion came out, Valhalla came out, Immortals: Phoenix Rising—they all came out within like basically a two couple, months, yeah, a couple of months of each other. Yeah, yeah. Mm. all really good games, though. I mean, if you like most those types of games, yeah. yeah. I mean, Watch Dogs Legion—I got kind of bored with pretty quickly. Yeah, but I think I'll go back to it when I get a spare minute. It's just...
2: Maybe. It depends what else happened.
0: You know, I played Immortals Phoenix Rising and I played through the whole game and did everything in the whole game. Mm. And what happens with those types of games, particularly, you know, what happened with Watch Dogs Legion, is that you get into it and you're like, fuck this again. Yeah. And the same with Assassin's Creed, having come off the back of, you know, those games keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and they fill them up with more and more stuff for you to do. Mm. Valhalla does it in an interesting way with their world events. Yeah. And they seem to be a bit more... Um, mixed than your standard like hey escort me here yeah you know carry this to over there quests mm-hmm. like there's I just did a world event in Valhalla where it's like you walk up to this house and there's green gas and this kid's like oh it stinks my dad smells really bad he collects cow dung and he dips his arrows in it and he thinks it makes his archery better wow and so you have to go into the house and carry the crates of dung to outside <laughs> but the gas is killing you while you're in the house damn And then the kid's like, "Oh, let's go tell Dad that we've cleaned the house." And you go out, and he's like standing on this balcony, like in a tree above a lake. Yep. And he's like, "I'll never wash. This is my superpower, and you can shoot the balcony, and he falls in the water." Yeah. He's like, "No, I'm clean. My whatever." (laughs) And it's just like. It's very simple. It's like, carry these things, follow the guy here, yeah. shoot the thing here. Mm. But the way that it's pieced together with that story and the script and everything, yeah. it works really well and it keeps <laughs> it fresh. And I found nearly, pretty much every world event that I've come across in Valhalla is individual and unique in that way mm. and really well done. As opposed to like, Just your a faceless speak. guy that you don't give a fuck about being like, oh, I need to get to fucking point B. Yeah, exactly. Can you take me? Yeah. You know, so... Um, well, it's good that they it's put interesting how that in that's evolving but mm. still I find with games like Watch Dogs I was just like "Ah, oh, this is you know not grabbing me in that way yeah and Watch I, Dogs I definitely... feel, fell flat for me yeah. as well really
2: did like the big thing that they pushed and pushed and pushed was be anyone yeah. you know all that kind of stuff and it was like it makes no difference yeah you know you, you learn that really quickly actually yeah. that it really made no difference yeah. And, and that was a shame.
0: We've talked about, well, I've talked about in the past how that kind of stuff in games really annoys me, where you don't have a firm connection to your protagonist that you're yeah. playing as. Mm-hmm. And in a story-driven game, you know, the world is the story in Watchdogs Dogs Legion, but it just isn't enough to grab me, Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. because I'm the type of person who bounces around and does everything. Yeah. I'm not following the storyline Mm-hmm. Step by step. So I'm not getting brought in. Yeah. Whereas when you're playing as, say, Eivor in um, Valhalla. Valhalla, yeah. Everything you do is him interacting with someone. That's right. And it builds him up as a character. Mm-hmm. So we all know that's one of my pet peeves. But <laughs> um, anyway, COVID-19 has caused a lot of delays in yeah. games. Which when we, we're doing
2: the game of the year of, of our personal choices in this episode at the yeah. end. It's actually made it kinda of easy for to choose our game of the year. I just feel like there hasn't been that many there, games. There this really year. hasn't. Like there's been other years right, where we'll go just gone. we'll sit down and we'll go, Okay, these are the games that came out, these are the games that we've played. And in past years there could be like seriously, anywhere between forty to a hundred games
0: yeah. on that list, and then you would, break them down, and it's like a good ten. Yeah, you that you're six kind of really fighting over,
2: just going which ones would yeah. did I play better? You know, the blah blah blah. The story, and we we'll tend and, to be
0: like, well, if you pick that one, then I'll pick this one, so that we're not doubling up. Yeah. And that way we can cover more games. Yeah, but
2: seriously, this year there's like a handful that even would get on a top yeah. list. You know,
0: and some yeah, years there's games that like we're both like, nah, that's. That's 100% yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, it's been a it's been a quiet year. It has. But if we go through sort of the major events of the year, mm-hmm. I guess the ones that jump out on us. Yep. February this year, Sonic the Hedgehog movie came out. Oh yeah, it's yeah, Game adjacent. Exactly. Um, and it was. And it's been
2: about one of those years too. Yeah, <laughs> but it's.
0: I think it was like one of the highest grossing video game movies of all time. I think it is the highest grossing video game movie. What of higher
2: all time. than Pikachu? Whatever that. I think it shit just beat
0: was. it. It beat out Detective Pikachu. Oh, that yeah, movie yeah. is actually pretty good. Yeah. But um, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog is a really good movie. If you haven't seen it, you know <laughs> you're sitting around. Fair check enough. It out. No, all it's right. really good. Jim Carrey yeah. plays Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, yeah. And he's just awesome. Oh, he's good he's, at everything. Yeah, but I he mean, is. it's good to see him back. In what like that kind of crazy yeah. Jim Carrey role, mm-hmm. you know, because he sort of went off the rails a bit for a while there.
2: Yeah, he, he tried to become a real actor.
0: Yeah, with a lot of stuff, and he's a good actor. Hey, you know more right? power to him. But yeah. I want to see him being like lehi Zahar.
2: You know, <laughs> still one of my favorites is Lemony Snickets.
0: Yeah, he's awesome in that. Exactly. Uh,
2: you stay where you be, and I'll come to where you're at.
0: He's so good in that he's, movie. He's he just good. cracks me up. Even like Dumb and Dumber, Jucair yeah. is my game of the year. <laughs> um, I just love in Sonic the Hedgehog. He's in. like, he's got like a pet rock, and he's like, do some reconnaissance, and he just throws the rock. <laughs> You're like, that's fucking oh, brilliant. Yeah, that is. <laughs> and then he's like, get it, reconnaissance.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, so oh, that was Jesus. a highlight at the beginning of the year before everything went crashing down. Because
2: January, literally nothing
0: happened. It was real quiet. Yeah, and I, I do
2: remember us sitting there at the start
0: of the last year just kind of going, you know, there's
2: is nothing. This, is this what we've got ahead of us? <laughs> exactly. I was
0: doing the list of games for this year and I got to June and I was like, this year is fucking shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good, is it? But then it kind of came good towards the end, which they usually yeah. do. Yeah, well, that's know? the... Big time, but even still, like I said, there was only a couple. Usually, there's something big in January, yeah, January, February. So, I mean, twenty twenty one, we've got. I think the medium comes out an Xbox Mm. Series X exclusive. Yeah, um, soon if it's not already out. Don't think so. Paying attention. No, but um,
2: anyway, let's get back to last year. Um, Rockstar Games, the co-founder and lead writer Dan Houston, left the company. Yeah. So he just fucking left. Oh, oh, I
0: think they had like a bit of a falling out. And yeah, I think he went really out right. to go and create Get his some own smokes company. and then,
2: oh, okay, just never
0: came back. But I think that that's a, a really important thing to take note of in terms of looking to where we're going because, like, mm. to lose a lead writer at a company like Rockstar, yeah, you know, they've always been this really firmly built company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like a massive. Foundational person leaving, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how and that a changes. Huge things. influence
2: on their like their entire structure yeah. is around their stories, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, I know they've got their online stuff now in um, you know GTA, yeah. But the story for GTA Five Five was just
0: so good, yeah,
2: so tight. It's still. Yeah. Still, one of the greatest games, you yeah, know. And exactly. It still sells like it, even though it never goes on special. Exactly, you know. So, and
0: like even Red Dead Redemption Two was massive, yeah, yeah. and so it'll be interesting to see what how they their shit changes mm. moving forward. Another, you know, throughout twenty twenty, a lot of things that COVID changed was causing events to go online. Yep. So we saw GDC in March, um E three in June was, you know predominantly online. Yeah. That was, everyone ran their own thing. They still sort of, it was almost like, um, old mate from the game awards. I think he did his like summer games first thing they called it or something uh, yeah. where they sort of logistically made sure everyone was going to still do all their reveals in June. Cause there's no reason if they're not, if there's not, exactly. E3, there's no reason for Xbox and PlayStation to do anything anything yeah. close to each other exactly but they still managed to pull that all together which was really cool to watch because for us we don't go to e3 anyway no we all see it, we see it online every year yeah. anyway yeah. but it was interesting to see it sort of drip fed mm. in more like bulk announcements rather than sort of a trickle feed yeah throughout and that, the week. that was
2: the other thing and i know like we're kind of going in a bit of a timeline on this but we all knew for some time that there was going to be a PlayStation and an Xbox being released last year. Yeah. We'd known that for probably two years or three years.
0: Yeah. Um, well, Xbox announced theirs in December in 2019. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, okay. At uh, the Game we'd, Awards. We'd
2: always been waiting for Project Scarlet to come anyway, or yeah. whatever the fucking bullshit it was called. Yeah. Um, so it it amazed me the amount of, or lack of information that had yeah. been coming from these guys. Like whenever there's a major thing like this coming, there's a lot of information that's happening. Like they're yeah. building and building and building and building. But these guys, fuck all. you know? Well, like,
0: Microsoft kind of kept doing it. Yeah. To the point where we were like, we've seen this already. Yeah, exactly. Shut up. Yeah. We want the other one. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it worked in PlayStation's favourites, which is interesting because mm. they like didn't say shit. And I think yeah. it was also because of COVID-19 because mm. we're all just like, we ain't got shit to do. Exactly. Where's some fucking news? Yeah, that's right. And so, so I think mm-hmm. that sort of escalated that feeling of like, oh, there's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but also there was nothing. Yeah. You know, Mark Cerny did well, his Well, that's the thing. other
2: thing that makes me think, like, did they, like, did it come right down to the wire for PlayStation where they were like... Fucking shit's not working, guys. Don't tell anyone. You know we've got to I've get just, it out by this stage. Oh, we've got a glimmer of hope. Let's fucking hope it happens. Or yeah, you know,
0: like see, I I don't think I'd like to think it didn't. Well, considering the numbers, the yeah. fact that they've put out more units than Xbox have and sold through more units, yeah, I just feel like because Carl's mentioned that a couple of times where mm. he's thinking along the same lines, but I just think like as a major global company. Yeah. There's no way you fucking run that close to no, the, that's like, true. that yeah. on but that kind of rocky. The road. other
2: side of it is that we're still not technically able to put a M dot two drive in the system. Yeah. Yeah. You know, apparently there are some stories of one of the Samsung ones actually does work in it and yeah. it it pings it and if it actually reaches those marks then it unlocks it for you. Yeah. But they're expensive. And yeah. you know. So the well, fact that's that there's that really it. only just starting to come out with good ones now that are yeah. working, why did they have like a million, 10 million of these things sitting on a shelf ready to put inside a fucking machine yeah. for the internal
0: hard drive of it? Well, because they built their own. It's like a custom drive. It's, you know, the chipset yeah. set is custom made for them. And then they've just gone, you know, let's make this slightly more future-proof by adding in this M.2 mm. expansion slot that uses technology that we know is coming. Yes, you yeah, know, they true. talk to like Samsung. Oh, for sure. Because yeah. Samsung, like you said, that's the, the Evo, whatever it's called. 970s or something, Nine eighty. 960, I think. I don't know, oh, either way. It's like, like brand new tech. No yeah. other company makes a solid state drive that is mm. at that level yet. Yeah. But that is the one only that meets the specs that Playstation 5 requires mm. so yeah. they've just disabled that slot until more are available mm. and it's frustrating as a player but I don't think that's a sign necessarily of them not being prepared I think it's they're, they're like a long game thing type, yeah. type thing
2: yeah well, it's very frustrating from a player's point of view and I had this issue just before Christmas or just yeah. after Christmas where you run out of space yeah where I couldn't install a game because I can't well I I can't control the hard drive remotely yeah. without actually remote playing. Yeah. And I didn't And that's do something
0: that. that they said that you were gonna be able to do on the app. Yeah, that's and right. And that's not there yet, which is frustrating.
2: Yeah. Because it actually does come up and say when you go to the store yeah. and you go click download to your yeah. console, within about fifteen seconds a notification drops down and it says you don't have enough room to install this, click here to go and remotely manage your your you know hard drive yeah and then free up some space so I'm like oh fucking sick pressed it all it does is go straight to the store front page yeah and that's it and I'm sitting there going I can't delete anything from here what the fuck so I went yeah. in and found a game that I knew I had installed and there was no way to uninstall it so yeah, yeah I don't know it's yeah. just
0: a it's shit show. frustrating that they haven't because they definitely said that that's something you Yeah do. yeah but um yeah it's interesting because I don't think it's possible for PlayStation to have achieved what they've achieved since launch in terms of sales numbers yeah. if they weren't 100 percent ready. You know, maybe they were like 90 percent ready, but there's you know mm. the system works. It doesn't fucking not work.
2: Maybe they ran out of screws because <laughs> there's like 85 screws in the fucking thing. Yeah, you know, like Jesus. Well, Christ, one of the boy. things
0: that was interesting was that they said. The fan that was shown in the unboxing, like they in the teardown, yep. is different to the ones that are in the one that you buy. So I think it was, um, hmm. I don't know, one of the major websites got like their four four guys from the company or whatever, yep. opened up theirs to look at what fan they had. And each of the four all had a different type of fan in it. Wow. So some have fewer um, blades, okay. some have smaller blades, yeah, and... It's, it's as if they just went, we need ones that meet this minimum spec. Yeah. You know, and the one that they showed us in the video. And the then they went to U-Mart like...
2: and just bought
0: everything that they had. Yeah. <laughs> so, which I mean, in a COVID-19 world, they you've got to do what you got to fucking do. Yeah. yeah. You know, we were worried about the consoles even launching because of potential delays in chipsets exactly. and stuff like that yeah. being made. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but, um, anyway, um, Mark Cerny did his 10 his like breakdown of what the PS5 was gonna be in March, at GDC. Yeah. And everyone was like, Oh, that wasn't what I thought it would be. Mm. You know? Yeah. Where's the fucking console? <laughs> so Um That was kind of the story of the year, was just people being like, Where is the PS5? Yeah, exactly. Because Microsoft went, nah, no, let's get the jump on this, mm-hmm. revealed it at Game Awards twenty nineteen. And then just gave us news all year
2: yeah. about
0: yeah. shit. Until like June or May when they did their like third party That's right. They did their third party game trailer. Not trailer. It was like a showcase. Yeah. And it was supposed to be like, oh, we'll show you Valhalla mm, gameplay. Right. And yeah. it was not gameplay. No, and the rest of it was shitty games <laughs> that no one gives a fuck about. <laughs> And everyone was like, "What the hell is this? Is this what you've got?" Yeah. And then June rolled around. It was E three, and they were like, "Yeah, no, nah, that is pretty all much got. all we've got." Yeah. And so that's when this the table started to turn mm. on Xbox. Because so even if you listen back on the podcast, there's a point at that critical point where I'm like, you know what, fucking PS five, yeah, is. You know, you're losing me. Exactly. The Xbox looks like a really good option. You know, Mm. Game Pass. And don't get me wrong, Game Pass is awesome, and all the quick resume and all that shit's great. But it doesn't mean that I've used my Xbox since I bought it. Exactly. You know, because my PS5 is still really freaking awesome. Mm. But there was that point last year where I was like, "Fuck it!" Yeah. Throwing my hands in the air. Yeah. So
2: Xbox all the way getting yeah. the playstation tap removed
0: <laughs> exactly right those people you know it's like seeing football fans who like burn their scarves yeah, leave exactly. the exactly it's like fucking calm down mate <laughs> microwaving, next year. microwaving their membership cards and shit <laughs> um so yeah but moving through moving through the year we there was a couple of big anniversaries so pac-man turned 40 in may
2: yeah, it's pretty amazing. Which is that... big. And mm. the other
0: big one was uh, Super Mario Brothers 35 turned 35 in September. Yeah. So. And we
2: also saw for the first time in, what was it, nearly 30 years or something like that, um, a new Crash Bandicoot game. Yeah. Like, that's
0: huge. Crash Bandicoot 4. Yeah. Which is a really good game. It's actually a fantastic game. Yeah. 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 Thanks for not fucking it up.
2: Exactly
0: right. Um, yeah, you know, there was all the online stuff, Gamescom, Tokyo Game Show, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But there was a few, um, there's a few big sort of endings in the year as well. So we had, uh, we had, we had global production of the 3DS ended, Mm. so there's no more 3DSs being made, which is, you know, that, the DS and the 3DS are like a massive part of the games. Yeah. Gaming history, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of sad to be saying goodbye to them. Although I guess the Switch is really heaps better. well <laughs> so, yeah, pretty much. um And you know, something that makes me sad is that uh, Michelle Ansel from Ubisoft, uh, who created Rayman and Beyond Good and Evil, decided to retire from the video game industry forever. He's gone. Yeah. He's gonna focus full time on a wildlife sanctuary, which I think is cool, but I wish they would make a new Rayman.
1: <laughs>
0: so he said that um, this happened in uh, September as well, yep. and he said he has left Beyond Good and Evil two and Wild, which were the two games that he was working on, in very good hands. So, but yeah, like he, so we'll see what happens. He was the mind behind. Um, Rayman Origins and Rayman Legends as well, which were like Fantastic two of games. my favorite games, my yeah. favorite platforming games. So it's kind of sad to say goodbye to him. Um, but in some new stuff that happened, oh, also bloody Casey Hudson, the G- general manager of Bioware mm. and the director of Ma- Mass, the new Mass Effect, left Bioware. Yeah, and an executive producer from Dragon Age left as well. Oh, so yeah. Bioware yeah. are fucking up in the air again. Got major issues. Ever since Anthem, they've they've really yeah. had the issues. Mm-hmm. yeah unfortunately.
2: Well, it's funny. I was reading an article just recently on, uh, I think it was on Forbes, and they were talking about the Bloomberg writer. Yeah. That he just writes like shit shows that have happened, kind of yeah. thing. Jason and, is
0: that Jason Schreier? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And his man, two, I love reading his stuff. He actually does real journalism yeah, in the games industry, which is fantastic.
2: And yeah. his two major you know publications that he's done. Yeah. One was about anthem. Yeah. And more recently about cyberpunk. Yeah. And full on kind of articles. Yeah. Like know. deep diving into
0: what happened. Yeah. How... What's,
2: he interviews staff. Yeah. And you know they give him almost carte blanche to go and do what he needs to do. Yeah. To get the story out there, and that's fucking
0: huge. Yeah. And he's like big in a big enough name that people like approach him anonymously with like yeah tips and information and stuff like that. It's crazy, but like it is. You know, mm. it wasn't just Anthem that he went into, he's done the whole Bioware thing of like, Dragon Age, how it, it the rise and fall of the latest one, because yep. it sort of happened and then got cancelled and mm-hmm. then got started again, yep. and Mass Effect coming into the picture, and, mm. you know, his stuff talking about Cyberpunk and CDPR with their, you know, claims of no crunch time, and then yeah. he's like really one of the key people that are holding them accountable for their bullshit. mm you know and you yeah. see you see the co-founders of, and we'll talk more about cyberpunk in the next episode i don't want to yeah. drag this one down because i got fucking feelings about that game <laughs> but um you see the sort of statements from the founders and the the ceo of cdpr where they're like oh we admit that we made mistakes and you know this and this yeah. and, and just but fucking we're committed
2: lip to fixing it and it's like yeah,
0: off. you know yeah. and like jason Schreier's newest article on bloomberg is what he's got like con People from CDPR speaking anonymously saying, "In 2019, we thought this game was going to come out in 2022, exactly based on the pacing that we were, the milestones we were hitting, and stuff." Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the CDPR people come out and they're like, "You spoke to 20 people out of a staff of 500, so yeah." It's like that doesn't negate to
2: 20 of them, and they all gave him a good
0: reason. Yeah, it's like they they. It's very easy for the management. I'm getting fucking caught up in it, but it's yeah. very easy for the management to go, we're really sorry and we're working hard to fix this. Mm. But the people who are working hard are the fucking people that you promised would not have to work crunch. Exactly, And you know that they are now working harder than they have this whole fucking time yeah. because they've got deadlines, they've got the consumer watchdog in Poland mm. keeping an eye on them because they promised major patches that would fix everything in January and February and the Polish fucking consumer watchdog is like, if you don't meet those promises yeah. that you promised consumers, we'll find you, mm-hmm. you know, and who the fuck's doing the work? It's not the goddamn manager who's exactly. out here giving lip service. It's yeah. the poor fuckers who are working their f- asses off. But anyway. Yeah.
2: We, will, we will cover that. We'll talk about that on next the next weeks, episode. Yeah.
0: But, in next episode. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting to see what's happening at Bioware with all that kind of stuff. And I seriously hope, I mean, we saw this sh- in twenty twenty. Was it 2020 or early this year? I think it was Game Awards we saw the teaser for Mass Effect. Yeah. And we saw a little bit more of Dragon Age 4. So... Which I think they're just calling Dragon Age. Mm. Because the first Dragon Age was Dragon Age Origins. So there hasn't actually been a game called Dragon Age (laughs) yet. But I hate when they do that. Because it's like just... Fucking number them.
2: Yeah, exactly. So we can keep track. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You
0: know, oh, which one's first? Is it Arkham Asylum, Arkham Knight, Arkham City, Arkham Origins? No, so, Batman just call them one. one, two, three, four. <laughs> Fuck. Um, <laughs> well, the so, other,
2: another big thing that happened this year uh, was looking at Epic Games going up against some of the biggest companies yeah, in the world. Yeah. This is fucking huge. Cheeky fucker. Like, Epic cheeky, Games. Cheeky fuckers. They're big. They're They've massive, got a massive following now. They've been giving away games, getting people on their platform for a on long this, time. On this Epic
0: Games Store, and plus Fortnite is still one of the biggest games in the world.
2: Exactly, and and makes them a couple of dollars. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I saw um, looking at the stats for the for 2020, it was something like a billion dollars in revenue. Wow, from Fortnite. Yeah, which is. Nothing to fucking no, shy that's away from. Pretty amazing, that's a lot really, isn't it? Yeah. You know.
2: So anyway, they they have basically decided to fuck you know Apple over yeah. and and Google um, and create their own currency purchased outside of those yeah. platforms, which in reality goes against everything that you know is in their contract with them.
0: Yeah. So so you can always buy in-game money. In Fortnite, and basically the way you do that is by going through the iOS App Store or the Google Play Store. Yeah. And when you do that, Google or A- Apple take their thirty percent or whatever their commission is out of that sale. So Epic were like, let's release an update for Fortnite on those app stores where we include our own app store, our yeah. own store inside the game that is not connected to them, and it goes directly to our own payment service. Mm. So people could buy the in-game currency without having to give that 30%. Yeah. And they balanced it out by they encouraged people to do it by saying we will offer you the in-game currency 15% cheaper. Yeah. So they right. still made more money. Yeah. Apple and Google got fucked. Mhm. And surprising no one they got sued yeah. a lot. Yeah. And then they counter-sued yeah. and then they got banned from the fucking app stores. <laughs> exactly. And it was yeah. just a complete shit show and then they were like I think Apple pulled the development kits yep. from Epic which means yep. that the Unreal Engine got fucked over as yeah, well which is huge. I don't know where it's at now because I haven't really followed it since I think the it's big all falling happened.
2: apart now right? Yeah, like, there's really been no news on this for months yeah so unless it's just bogged down
0: in the court in systems court. or something um, but, but yeah like as the further it goes the more it affects Epic in a bad way and they tried to frame it as, like, David and Goliath. exactly. But they are still massive. Yeah. You know, they're nowhere near as big as Apple and Google. But, like, it's not like they're an indie dev trying to get what's owed them. Yeah, that's right.
2: They are literally breaking their contract and trying to fuck with them at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, and that, to me, is
0: very ballsy. Yeah, it's cheeky. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But one of the things that came out of it, and I don't know the finer details, but Apple actually changed their commission, Mm. um policy yeah. so that games that receive less than something like a million dollars revenue or something like that mm. have a smaller commission rate now than they did before, which I think is off the back of Epic's sort of so. uprising. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not for nothing, but you know, Epic can sit there feeling good about themselves helping the little indie guys yeah. while they pay their fucking legal fees. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on there, but there was another big... Um, before we move into the games of this year, there was mm. a um, well Amazon announced they're launching a cloud gaming service, Luna. Yeah, which I think is available now. I think it launched in October in America. Okay, not here yeah. because none of them are exactly. We still don't have Stadia, which I think is still alive. Yeah, Google haven't. We don't hear, hear much about. It I any mean, of them, though. Google Plus lasted a long time after people stopped using it. True. Before they canned it, yeah. so yeah. We'll see how long Stadia lasts. But um Take Two in November made a bid of nine hundred and ninety four million US dollars in stock and cash to buy codemasters who make mm. racing games. Yeah, F1, pretty excuse- Exclusively racing games. Yeah. yeah. Um and everyone was like, Wow, that's a huge get for Take Two mm. And then in December EA were like, um one point <laughs> two billion US dollars and snaked the deal out of take two's hands Mm -hmm. and now um, it it should be finalized in Q1 so in the next two months Q1 of 2021 EA are going to own Codemasters which is a big get for them it is because I feel like EA apart from their sort of um, whatever they what do they call their like EA Originals
2: yeah
0: Bioware's sort of been flailing a bit Mm -hmm. FIFA is fucking doing I mean FIFA just tipped Fortnite in that list of most income for the uh, year. Yeah, yeah. By like $30 million or something. So they over it's because a billion. Of all the the Yeah. Yeah. So um but EA haven't really been doing anything too interesting except for the EA Originals yeah, stuff. Yeah, not really. Yeah. Um, we haven't even seen a new Need for Speed for a while. They just released the Hot Pursuit remaster yeah. at the end of last year, but apart from that, you know, That's it amazing. it hasn't really been making fucking headlines. No. And Bioware, like I said, and they've just been
2: dropped by Star Wars. So, well, I or think Disney, it, uh, either it's been dropped or whatever. Yeah, yeah but the
0: exclusivity is obviously finished because yeah, yeah. Ubisoft have got that deal. Which mm. I think I really hope that Disney have just gone. You know what? We're just going to let everyone use our shit if they can come yeah. to us with a good idea. Because I really hope there's going to be a Jedi Fallen Order too, because that was a great start of a new franchise. And mm. if that's there's no more of that, Yeah. then that would be really sad, I well, think. Well, I can't see
2: Disney saying no to five bucks,
0: you know, ever. Just that
2: opportunity yeah. to kind of go, all right, there's no exclusivity over here, and I bet you Joe Bloggs down the street's got a great idea for a game, and we've got a few dollars we can throw behind it to get it made. Yeah. You know. So let's do it. Yeah. And eventually they might even go, you know what? fuck all these other companies, we're going to start bringing in our own developers yeah. from
0: your companies. Rebuild Lucasfilm. Ga- Lucas yeah. What is it? it? used to be... LucasArts. LucasArts, yeah. yeah. Right? Because that back in the day, they used to make all their own shit in-house. That's right.
2: And, and I, I think... can see that going that, that way again. Yeah.
0: Because they, they've... Well, maybe. A lot of money in it. There is, but I think there's a lot of money, more money, and less... Um... Headache. Headache. It's a bit, I don't know, it's like the responsibility of it is less yeah. if you're not the one hiring the people. True. If you can hire another company to make a game and you make fucking a billion dollars out of it. Why not? Or 50 yeah. million or 100 million or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah. But I think that they have definitely learned from the EA exclusivity deal because EA really cooked it. Yeah. I mean, Battlefront was awesome. Battlefront mm. 2 eventually was awesome. Yeah. After it kind that, of flopped. That was a massive PR shit yeah, show. It was. With the yeah. loot boxes and stuff. And that made Star Wars and Disney look bad, not yeah. just EA. Exactly. Jedi Fallen Order really. I mean, Squadrons wasn't even. I mean, it was a good dogfighting game that yeah. was like not mm. mainstream at yeah. all. But Jedi Fallen Order was like a contender for one of the best games of the year when it came mm. out. Yeah. So, but again, it wasn't that huge. Yeah, you know, like it, it was pretty big.
2: I don't think it would have sold the numbers they would have hoped.
0: No, but it, you know, if you go, do we continue this exclusivity deal, or do we open it up to other major successful? Because mm. EA have been not just failing with Star Wars; yeah, they've been exactly. failing with everything. They had like three different Star Wars games that got cancelled mm. over yeah. the last five years or however long that deal has been going. So you're not gonna just go, oh, we'll just let them keep fucking. Yeah. struggling limping down the road screwing you know, we've up. got Ubisoft over here who have a formula mm. that works and it matches very successful well. yeah. yeah you know if there was an Assassin's Creed Star Wars game where you're like a bounty hunter in Star Wars people would buy that shit yeah people yeah. will buy anything Star Wars yeah. as long as it's fun yeah, that's true yeah so yeah and then like letting Bethesda get into Indiana Jones um you know there's who no makes? reason why Star Wars isn't going to sort of spread out. Yeah, yeah, Disney's all about just flooding the market. That's so, right. You yeah, know, they are good at that. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, it's for EA to pick up Codemasters is hopefully um, going to help them back on track. Not that, you know, EA are a struggling fucking yeah, indie not, company yeah, either. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. So look... It's a that, reasonably big year in news.
2: That, it's a fair bit that's happened. Um Nothing, like, dramatically groundbreaking. Yeah. Except for, obviously, the but new consoles. Up, you know, to me, it, that's the obvious. The yeah. biggest thing that's happened this year yeah. is the new consoles. Yeah. Um. And the biggest thing that's happened on the new consoles to drag it into the future is a fraction in regards to loading times. Yeah. You know, to to really minimize that down to just fucking play and enjoy your game. Yeah. You know, you don't have to sit here for sometimes minutes waiting for a game to load. So that's awesome. Like
0: jumping into Destiny 2 on the PS5 with the PS5 version Mm -hmm. where, you know, on PS4 you could go and have a fucking shower in the time that it's loading onto the planet and now it's like within a minute from turning the game on to being in the game playing, Mm. you know. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what else they have, you know. But in terms of graphics as well, like Miles Morales is like seven seconds from turning the game on to being in the game. Yeah. And it's got ray tracing and fucking just incredible. Mm. So, yeah. And that's day one. Exactly. Like, who knows unreal. what's going to
2: be happening over the next
0: five years. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's pretty cool. So let's so, jump into some games.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to touch on a couple of games. We're not going to go through the list. Yeah. of All of them. Just um, some
0: highlights. Yeah. And um, then we'll,
2: we'll talk about what our games of the year yeah, are. Our top three as yeah. per usual. Yeah um So January, as we mentioned, fucking nothing.
0: Yeah, nothing doing. Yeah, I mean there was a lot of games there, but nothing that's sort of groundbreaking or yeah. you know interesting at all. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> I think February was a big one because of Dreams.
2: Yes, I never um, actually ever played Dreams, and as a, I've wanted to, but yeah, I never did. And it's
0: probably not your type no, of game. No, it's not, here, and, and that's why I didn't. But go I think. I think it's one of those ones that deserves a special mention because of what it can do. Yeah. you know, yeah. And I've seen some articles lately, now that it's nearly a year on, mm-hmm. and there's people who were in it creating, who have just made some incredible things, Yeah, but no one is playing the game anymore, no, exactly. so no one's playing these creations, and it's a real shame because mm. as a sort of Lego kit for yep. building your own world, it's mm. fucking amazing. wonder who owns those. Like if you're inside,
2: yeah, inside their world, yeah, and their you create system. something, do they own it? Does that mean that now I'm they can sure. bring it out as their own thing? <clears throat> interesting. Anyway. I think it's a
0: fifty-fifty thing. I'd like to see a way, maybe it would flood the market too much, but a way to release something you've created in Dreams, external, like to be playable yeah. without having to own Dreams. Yeah. Although I don't that know. If, does Dreams, do you even have to pay to buy Dreams? Or is it free to play? I think you just pay. have to go to sleep. I think, <laughs> and then it's there. Yeah, it just, just watch happens. a bunch of YouTube videos just, and then fall asleep. Yeah, and, and like... going to REM and then you're just yeah crazy. So <laughs> dreams, I think, is a highlight of the year. Another big one for well, for March, Call of Duty Warzone came out, which yeah. you know, was Call of Duty's entry into the um, battle royale world, and.
2: And really, massively increased their installs. Yeah, like that was a huge the size. Jump. Yeah, hundred fucking gigabyte installs yeah. and
0: you know far out. It's been popular though. Yeah, so it I has. It. Yeah,
2: then we had things like Animal Crossing. You know, not big for us, but yeah. a huge game. Yeah. yeah, that's
0: like a game of the year contender for people who played it. Yeah, not for us. Yeah, as usual. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do had another
2: Eternal come yeah. out? Um, yeah, you know, it seems to be a pretty standard thing for Doom to pump out another standard kind of Doom game. Yeah, I mean, mean,
0: I don't think it was as good as the first. No, it wasn't. Well, not the first, but like the last Doom. The last the Doom, last dream, yeah. Twenty sixteen Doom or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. Final Fantasy Seven remake was a big one in April. Yeah. That I really enjoyed playing. Um, I think that's actually a highlight of the year, in terms of releasing a remake that's only like a third of the game yeah. or whatever. Yeah that's questionable but it turned out to be a full game experience and was mm. fun to play so it stood on its own two feet as far as i'm concerned do we know still when still part two is coming no nah. still not probably two years yeah something like that unbelievable they've got final fantasy 16 coming out oh, in a yeah. year or two mm-hmm. hopefully who the fuck knows yeah, when that's exactly. going seriously yeah. um
2: so minecraft dungeons Came out. Um, My kids in May. loved that. Yeah. yeah. A game for kids there. Uh, that was actually
0: a really good game. A,
2: a game that was a bit left field that we didn't really hear a lot of yeah. prior, but Man Eater.
0: Yeah, which was a PS5 and Xbox Series X launch game as well. Yeah. For the upgraded versions. That was a really fun game. Um, it's like probably something that you play and you get bored of reasonably quickly once the novelty wears yeah, off. Yeah. But it is fun to rip, rip people to shreds. It's <laughs> a giant fucking shark. So, it's you It's know, pretty fun. It was an it? open world, open ocean game, I guess. <laughs> um, and it had heaps of objectives. Like, you had to fight other creatures underwater and, like, smash signs, jump out of the water and smash signs. Mm. It was very, like, tick the boxes open yeah. world. yeah. Um, but it was narrated by Chris Parnell, who's um, the dad in Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. and his voice is just iconic, it and is. Yeah. he's great, he's yeah. funny as fuck in that, so mm-hmm. it just works perfectly.
2: It's Dr.
0: Spaceman, isn't it?
2: Same dude. Um, Dr. Spaceman from the 30 Rock?
0: Uh, I yeah, think I think so. so. Yeah. He was on um, Hot Rod, the movie Hot Rod, with yeah. Andy Samberg, He's right. the AM radio guy, who's like... Look at my tattoo. You can see... I I like to think that he has a bit of residue. What does he say? Residue or like something in his <laughs> penis? So that the piss goes two directions. One's on the TV and one's on an FM radio. Gross. Classic. <laughs> anyway, he's real funny. So. Yeah, he is. And he nails it. I'm glad that they like went, who should we get to narrate? And they went, that guy. Because yeah. it just works. Oh, yeah. And sure. it's interesting because he doesn't just like, narrate the story of the shark. He drops in marine biology facts as yeah, you're playing, exactly. so it makes it yeah. an educational experience. Ah. Huh. Which is, like, <laughs> just a perfect... It's perfect. Yeah. It's just a shame that it's not that interesting of a game. Exactly. Really. I mean, apart yeah. from that. Um, one of the things that happened in 2020 was Mafia. Yeah. One, two, and three definitive editions.
2: Well, I was going to say, one of the big things that actually happened was... Uh you know remakes it was yeah. a big remake year
0: well i mean every year for the last few years has been that a big has, that year. is but pretty like true like that final fantasy VII, and then mafia Tony hawk yeah Tony and then we're not 2, talking yeah. about remasters either we're talking about remakes. full remakes from yeah. the ground up mm. that mafia mafia 2 was a remaster yep mafia 3 was already a ps4 game so that was just um a definitive edition with all the dlc bound in yeah but the mafia remake was a ground-up remake of the original game, and it was fucking fun.
1: Mm.
0: You know, yeah, I it, it, it had really the, enjoyed it. It had gameplay elements that are dated, mm-hmm. which you would expect, but the story and everything, it was just really fun to play. It was yeah. weird to play, because it, it worked differently. Like, you'd load into a level, rather than being a full open world, it was like segmented chapters, mm. and then if yeah, you wanted a to different. free play, you had to get into a different mode, which was weird. So they also had...
2: Um demon souls was a complete remake yeah and
0: right amazing fucking hell that's when i was thinking like what are my top three i went the two obvious ones from ps4 and then i because i i'm kind of hard pressed to pick a ps5 launch game for game of the year because it's Mm. not really fair yeah because there's so much far above exactly the ps4 Mm -hmm. games but I was like, I could easily go, like, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Demon's Souls, even Astro's Playroom, which was a small game, mm. was, they, all three were, like, pretty much perfect games to me.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And Demon's Souls, you know, I never really got into the Souls-like genre. Mm. You know, it's only a couple of episodes since I talked about it, or one episode, who the fuck knows. <laughs> but, like, seriously, we all know that I really enjoyed that game. And yeah, yeah. I'm, I haven't gone back to it, because I've been playing other stuff. But I'm definitely gonna, because yep. it's awesome. So, I mean, moving forward, I guess. Well, there's some fails this year as well, like Marvel's yeah. Avengers, exactly, and yeah. Cyberpunk 2077. I would call a fail the PC and sort of next gen versions, which are not next gen versions; they're just old gen versions on a fucking more powerful system. Yeah, yeah. Um, were passable. Still buggy mm-hmm. as fuck, yeah. but like a really impressive world. But the PS4 base versions and the base Xbox version were like dismal. Mm. And so, you know, there was some pretty poor form by uh, by some of the some yeah, that's out true. there.
2: Mm. Um, we did see towards the middle of the year, June, July... Some big titles being released Yeah So very quickly we had um, Well you enjoyed Desperados 3 a lot Yeah really enjoyed that one But I was talking about The Last of Us
0: Part 2 And Ghost of Tsushima Ghost of Tsushima in, yeah. in July Both which were delayed Yeah Because yeah. of COVID-19 allegedly mm. um, And both launched perfectly fine Yeah you know, They are games yeah. that got delayed And launched fucking working Exactly PR. Relax Um <laughs> So moving really, on to the second half yeah. of the
2: year, we had some games like uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout.
0: Yeah, which is a cool one that yeah. Oscar spent 150 bucks. Yeah, and I, exactly. I finally got a refund for. Yeah, nice. Um, PGA Tour 2K21, which we, I reviewed on the on the podcast, um, which was the first sort of 2K branded one from the golf club guys. Yep. Which was, you know, it, it wasn't on the level of like the Tiger Woods games and that for me. But it's definitely moving towards that sort of AAA golf game yeah. level that they're aiming at. Yeah. Wasteland Three by In Exile, who were acquired by Xbox. Mm-hmm. That game makes me so. Apparently, they're working on like a AAA RPG for the Xbox wow. now. Nice. But yeah, that game makes me think seriously. It doesn't matter how much PlayStation are outselling Xbox right now because. Yeah. In a year or two, once those games from these companies start dropping, exactly, it's going to be a fucking different story. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that much. Yep. Um Microsoft Flight Simulator on PC, yeah. which used actual satellite imagery. Exactly. So and it
2: did eventually come out on the Xbox Series X. As well, well, it will. No, it's, it's there. Is it yeah. out now? I yep. thought it
0: was still like a couple of months away.
2: Oh, I've seen it on there to download. So, yeah, right. Yeah. But I haven't looked at it yeah. for a little while. But.
0: If it's on there, it's the one game on there worth playing.
2: Yes, <laughs> very much so. So, I'll go back and have a look at that one.
0: A um, well, big already... one for you was NBA 2K21. Yep,
2: and still is. I still play it pretty much more consistently than any other game on the console. Yeah. it's It works.
0: Yeah. It's very good. It's always good. Yeah. Uh, like I said, Mafia was September. Hades was a game that came out on PC and Switch, which... Um, is a uh, game of the year, it won game of the year on IGN, I think.
1: Wow.
0: Um, and people were like shaken that it wasn't game of the year on fucking the Game Awards. Mm. So that's coming to PS, uh, to PlayStation and Xbox this year sometime, I think. I haven't had a chance to play it yet because I haven't, yeah. I haven't but mm-hmm. apparently it's really good and I am definitely looking forward to seeing it. Worth a go. But it's unfortunately, I can't talk about it. So, it's so just, we had it's for Tony game Hawk Pro
2: Skater 1 and 2. Which filled a gap for a lot of people, yeah. Which was great, yeah. yeah. And, good to and see again, a of that, you know, like we said, a full remake. Yeah, they did a really good job. They nailed that. that. Yeah, it was a hundred percent like the old one, but just perfect for the new console or current console that it yeah. was on. So exactly.
0: Yeah, I mean, we talked about Crash Bandicoot. We talked about Star Wars Squadrons and Watch Dogs Legion. That was October. Yeah. November had Valhalla, and then the console launches. Yeah, that's which right. Which Xbox launched with. Nothing nothing of note. Yeah. It was all sort of They had games. some
2: upscale games, but yeah. that was
0: it. And if you look at the list of games released in twenty twenty, you can see after the launch, a number of titles got an Xbox Series X version released after the launch yeah. that were already Xbox exclusive games. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not that they're not supporting it, it's just mm. that they weren't ready with any new Exactly. Shit. Yeah. Um so But we had, like I said, Astro's Playroom, Demon's Souls, The Pathless, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, all come out Mm. for um, PS5. And Godfall. Yeah, Godfalls.
2: Yeah. I mean, we're not saying it's good, but it came out. (laughs) Yeah, it came out.
0: Um, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, which is seriously fun. Yeah. Um and plays great on the PS five. Yeah. So that came out as well. I haven't still haven't played Zombies on that and I'm so keen to.
2: Ollie plays it all the time. The zombies. Yeah. Yeah. He can get up to like level fifty by himself. Nice. Which is hard to yeah. Do. So yeah, he loves it. Sweet. Yeah. So if you're gonna jump on, jump on with him. Yeah. He'll carry me. He can you. carry me. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, think December
0: was Immortals, Phoenix Rising, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven and Super Meat Boy Forever, which yes. I was playing while I was on holiday on my there you Switch. Know.
2: So that brings us now to our top three. So because, as we mentioned and you just heard in that list, there wasn't a lot of fantastic games that yeah. were released. So we're what's, talking from yeah. our point of view of what's left a mark on our
0: game. Yeah, in and year. what we played as well. You know, yeah. Like I said, we didn't play Hades. We didn't play Animal Crossing. Yeah. So, um, I mean, PlayStation... Have just continued their form for the last couple of years with just amazing first party exclusives. And yeah. so we've both got Ghost of Tsushima and The Last of Us Part Two.
2: Yeah. And there list. was there were parts of both of those games that and probably parts of The Last of Us Two more than the other that really were triggering and were kind of fucking harsh. Yeah. You know, and
0: They it, really it, stepped it up. Yeah, and there's definitely parts of that story that, as you can tell from our um, spoiler when we did our spoiler episode about yeah. it, where I was not happy with how the story went, and mm. like, who the fuck am I? Yeah, but I was just like, I don't see that character going in that direction. Mm. I don't like this part. I really like this part. Yeah, but as an overall thing, I was like, this game is—you can't deny it that it, it was, was a, masterpiece. a, a massive yeah. game of the year exactly. and one of the best games ever. Yeah, you know, there was no bugs. Mm. The, to speak of yeah. that I came across. The story may not have been what you wanted, mm. but it wasn't scared of telling its story. Exactly. Like there was no yeah. fucking jumping around. Mm-hmm. They knew what their story was and they told yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and you've got to give props when that happens oh, exactly. as well.
2: And the one thing that I probably really didn't like about it was the length. I think it got it had potentially two parts that you felt the game had finished. Yeah. And you go, oh, thank God. Yeah. And then it's like,
0: wait, it's still fucking going? Yeah, there's going. more. And
2: that was a bit disappointing. It was a failing
0: in the pacing a little bit. I think so, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: But Ghost of Tsushima, incredible on nearly every level. Yeah. Beautiful, stunning, you know, absolutely a gem to play. Yeah. The fighting was immaculate.
0: Yeah. Um Everything flowed. Yeah. Which is... Like, Even the, the changes it's like this Zen of, you know, cherry right. Blossoms was falling yeah. and all that kind of shit. And
2: the change of the, the um, you know, direction where they did the wind and all that kind of yeah. stuff worked fucking perfectly. Yeah. You know, there was so much about that game that was a gamble maybe, yeah. you know, but it fucking worked. Yeah. You know, and I thought they did a really good job
0: of it. It, it nearly fell down the, the path of being like too similar to other open world yeah. games. And that's yeah. what a lot of people complained about it you mm-hmm. know, being like the checklist type open world. But I just, you know, there's games where, like Assassin's Creed, where I'll play it and I'll go, here's my list of things to do. Yeah. You know, I'll look at the map and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to start here because there's a bad point bad here. Bad way, yeah. And if I follow that path, I can collect all of those collectibles and yeah. then end up back where the story is. Yeah. You know, i follow this squiggly line through the map. Mm. And it's just a matter of me being like this, like completionist yeah, being like, exactly. I'm not leaving that gold spot on my fucking map. I'm mm-hmm. going to collect it. Yeah. Whereas Ghost of Tsushima, I did the same thing, but while I was doing it, I was like, fuck, this is cathartic to yeah. play. You're just like chilling. Exactly. In this, you know, you just get lost in it. Mm-hmm. And it was the music yeah. and like the sound designers on whole, mm-hmm. the whole, all the wind and the yeah. little fox and all that yeah. kind of stuff. It just worked.
2: And even to the point of... Literally going to do a meditation yeah. in the game, like to go and do those meditations where you yeah, sit yeah. on a like rock,
0: write a fucking haiku, yeah. which is dumb as shit. I know
2: it was so bad as <laughs> but well, but yeah.
0: You could just sit there and be like, "Okay, I'm going to photo mode this because it looks amazing." Yeah, and um, and
2: literally yeah. that is the first game that I've spent any more than a couple of minutes doing a photo mode. Yeah, you yeah, because I did it for I think Uncharted three or yeah, four,
0: four maybe. Yeah, yeah,
2: and there was just a couple of scenes in that where I just went. Fuck yeah, I'm going to take a photo of this. Yeah. But in Ghost of Tsushima, I would climb a fucking mountain to get a photo.
0: Yeah. You know, and that's crazy. Yeah. Seriously. It almost feels like, like if it wasn't a massive PlayStation exclusive by an amazing team with the support of mm. PlayStation Studios, which is, well, used to be yeah. worldwide studios. Like, you know, they had that all that support. Yeah. Um. You'd almost think that they lucked out on hitting this, you know, it's weird, but like there's no way you sit down at a mm. game design brainstorm sesh and you piece out this yeah. fucking thing and it works. Exactly. And the final product is this amazing like experience to play. Mm. Yeah. It's almost like Journey, you know, mm. Journey was a, a game like that where you just, you played it and you just went at the end. I mean, you pl- it only took two hours to beat Journey. Yeah. But at the end of it, you were like, fuck me. That was something else. Yeah. And Ghost of Tsushima, not quite to the level of Journey for that. But it definitely, by the time I finished... But it was it, also was, 40
2: yeah. hours of playing too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was like, I could play more of this. Yeah. So, And then they released the Legends That's right, upgrade, yeah. which added the multiplayer. And that was like one of the best multiplayer
2: mm, things. Like I don't know how
0: much people play it. But in terms of the actual game design of it, it was just very smart. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. to add that as a free upgrade on the game, it just added to the game, and we gave it a yeah. five out of five before that multiplayer. Yeah, exactly. And then they added yeah. that, which was a flawless multiplayer, in, mm. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, we only gave the Last of Us Part two a four and a half, mm. mainly because of those sort of issues with the story yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. But um, and the length and all that kind of stuff mm. that we talked about. But I mean, we're both in agreement that those two games are yeah. absolutely up
2: there. So the other ones that we've we've had, um, and we have spoken about one of them, yours, yeah. um, which was Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles, Miles Morales. Morales. Yeah. spoken like, I, of it.
0: I don't know if that's my third or if it's Demon's Souls or, like, because yeah. I said, I didn't want to put the PS5 ones there. Yeah. But there's no other games. Like, those games are such good games. Mm, they are. You know? Yeah. And so, you know, we won't go into them too much because we've talked about them very recently. But, mm. yeah, I mean, if you... Haven't got a PS5, you know. Miles Morales is on PS4, so people can go play that. Yeah, and it's great. Mm. There's no reason not to fucking play that on PS4. Oh, yeah, for sure. So,
2: so my other one I've put down is Cyberpunk 2077, which yeah. I know you don't agree with.
0: Um, and I think it's great, and in a year like 2020, it, there's not much else to go yeah. up against it.
2: And there's parts of me that scream, "Don't fucking do it!" Yeah, because to be honest apart from the game's flaws, yeah. which we know are huge and are yeah. very multiple and, you know, yeah. whatever, um, it's not a very good game. And I, I know I, you haven't played it much. I've played a little bit of it. A lot of people probably haven't played much of it either because it's fucking broken And it shit. crashes all the time. Yeah. So there's a, a good reason why. But what they've tried to do, what they, you know, have been successful in creating is an incredible world yeah it really is like what they've done to be able to put this fucking place together yeah to me is the most amazing thing a studio's ever done
0: it's pretty impressive there's
2: there's multiple times when you're playing in it and it's not crashing that <laughs> you just stand and look and there's so much to see. Yeah. Like there's shit moving all over the place. There's fucking people talking. There's like incredible layers of stuff happening. Yeah. And it blows me away that it even works as well as it does. Yeah. You know, because it's fucking massive. So yeah. the storylines, I'm not going to really go into it, but it's not that fucking good. Yeah. Um, it falls flat on a
0: lot of different places. Um which is annoying because that's what you know CDPR with yeah. the, the Witcher 3 the Witcher was is an amazing fucking story. incredible
2: and you want to get more and you want to just be yeah. in that world more and yeah. experience more of the story but this the story's not very long and yeah. it
0: really You finished it yeah? yeah yeah yeah
2: I finished the story then the thing that also kind of annoys me is there's a place in the story that you get to Towards the end of it, a couple of hours left to go. It actually stops you in the game before you walk through a door, and it says, If you proceed, then you will no longer be able to step back. Yeah. And it's like the point of no return. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's only the story based stuff, but it says that if you go through this door, then all other story like parts, everything else is no longer going to be accessible. yeah. Yeah. So. That happens and then you go and do the rest of the story and it builds and builds and builds and finishes the story.
0: Yeah.
2: Credits roll. Yeah. You load straight back to that door. Yeah. And that's where you start again. Yeah, to go and do that. And you can go and finish all the other shit. And that kind of annoys me. Like, it it, it got to the point where you went through all this shit as a character and you got all the stuff and then it was kind of like, okay, you're done, fuck it, go back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, And it's like, okay, well... The story is meaningless. Yeah. But now you can go and tick those check boxes. In exactly. The world.
2: And and it's like, well, I don't really have any need to keep going because yeah. the story's done. Yeah. And to me, I'm not a completionist like you, so I don't really give that much of a fuck. But I enjoyed Side playing the game, so I continued to play. Yeah. But the thing that really annoyed me at that point was everything on the on the um, list of items or, you know, on the story missions that I still had to complete. Yeah. Reverted back to that point as well. Yeah. So the very first thing that I had to do was... Go back to that fucking door yeah. and walk through it again. Yeah. And it's like fuck off. I've done this. Why is it still there? Back
0: to like going to so finish a quest and then it goes, And okay, the next that, one is yep, go here. Exactly. Every That's single annoying. time. That yeah. is annoying.
2: And you can't remove it. You can't do anything about it. It's just fucking there all the time. Yeah. And that pisses me off. Yeah. So, that aside, they didn't like. There's there's not been another game to this scale ever. Yeah. So that's why I've given it another, you know, in my top three games. Yeah. Because it's it's a massive achievement, yeah. And they've done a beautiful job of it. Some of the characters are shit, some of the acting was a bit shit. Some of the gameplay
0: mechanics I find are really dated. Yes. Especially and you know, I'm nitpicky with it because you know, if someone says to you it's like that tall poppy thing. Yeah. If someone says to you, This game is next gen gaming. And then they put it out, and it's like you want to talk to someone, and you go up to them, and it brings up a menu. Yeah. And you have to like do the things in the menu, and then you have to exit the menu. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's not next gen gaming, bro. Yeah. It's fucking annoying. That's Stop like stonewalling me with this shit. (laughs)
2: Exactly. Yeah. So,
0: but so I I find myself doing that thing where you're like, you just go, that's fucking not that. That's not that. Yeah. Nitpicking all that shit. Mm. That's not my fault. No. They're the ones who said that it was going to be this thing. Yeah. Don't fucking say that shit. Exactly. Just put the fucking game out. You don't see mm-hmm. Naughty Dog going, hey, The Last of Us Part 2 is really going to fucking change the way you think about stories and games. They just go, here's this game. Please enjoy it. Yeah. Don't talk about it. Yeah. Because we don't want you to ruin it for other people. Exactly. You know. And, and that's fair. It's a humility thing. Yeah. Whereas CDPR, and yeah, it is that tall poppy thing where you just like chop down people who reach too high. Mm-hmm. But fuck them. Because no. they lied to us as yeah. consumers and I'm not going to fucking let them go. <laughs> fucking pricks. <laughs> so anyway, that's our, about that that's our top episodes, three. Yeah. So
2: yes, we've spoken about our top threes. We've given My number that... one
0: is Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, me too. You know what? Actually, I think it's The Last of Us. Really? Yeah.
2: No, for me it's...
0: Just because... Yeah. Of Ghost of Tsushima for it me is real good.
2: Well, yes, I totally 100% agree. Yeah. But it left me feeling a bit violated. Yeah. You know, and Ghost of Tsushima made me feel happy, very happy.
0: And <laughs> but the, I think yes. I think it's important. I don't know, maybe it's like an art critic thing. Yeah. To just like really appreciate something that can elicit a fucking response like the last of us did and you know there's without spoiling it there's the part at the end where you know you're made to do this thing and I was just sitting there like I don't want to do this you know and it's like a fucking visceral response in my Mm. brain where I'm like every part of me is against doing this yeah and I hate this game for making me do this yeah exactly but then you finish it and you're like Men, they really fucking fucked me on that one. But you know, you you want to experience like what I have. There's the
2: amazing difference, like almost exactly the same position in Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, where you get to make the choice of killing somebody or saving them.
0: Yeah. At the end of the game, it's a bit different to The Last of Us, but it's like a decision. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: if you go ahead and kill them, yeah, you feel nothing. You're just like fuck you, dude. Yeah in the exact way yeah. in The Last of Us 2, you're forced to do this. yeah. And it's not like, I don't know, like you've got feelings for the other person, but at the same time, you're kind of like, I'm the bad guy, yeah. you're the good guy, but at the same time, you're the bad guy and I'm the good guy yeah. because of the last game and all that shit. Yeah. And it's really fucking confusing, but... It's so not clear cut. Like they've given yeah. you... You must make this decision. In the other game they're yeah. like... You can have one or the other. Yeah. But in Ghost of Tsushima... It doesn't make you feel anything. Yeah. You know? And and it's weird that there's That's that. what I,
0: I like. That's what I... You know, that I fucking hated that part of The Last of Us. But I also am like... I'm really glad mm. that it did that. Because yeah. it's like... One of my personal like creeds in life or whatever is that I feel like to really experience life you need to fucking experience every emotion yeah so if you're sad don't try and fucking push it away yeah live in it and live in that moment and Mm -hmm. and experience that emotion and when you're Mm -hmm. really happy and like joyful like holding oscar for the first time yeah like absorb that fucking feeling and mm. really feel it. Yeah. And you know, if you're upset about something, fucking feel it yeah. because emotions are what make us human. That's right. And if a game can elicit that, you know, the ghost mm. of Tsushima, the feeling was like Zen and peace yeah, exactly. the whole way through. And then you mm-hmm. get this decision and you're like, there's a bit of emotion, but it's not that strong. Yeah. Whereas you get yeah. to the end of The Last of Us. And if you're not torn to shreds emotionally by that game, exactly. you're yeah. like probably a sociopath. <laughs> Yeah, you know? so true. Like yeah. you get to the end, and it's like it almost left me shaking with mm. like fucking anger at the developers and yeah. like frustration about the characters and fucking you know all these emotions, and then you just like you know identify the emotions and really fucking live in them, yeah. and it makes it that much more powerful an experience. And that's like just one was of my. It pretty life. amazing. Things yeah. is just to do that because mm-hmm. otherwise, you get through life and you've fucking not experienced it, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. So, anyway, so we're, like, we're going to wrap yeah, it up. That's there. why I think The Last of Us because, like, if you can if you can write a story that is going to make me feel mm.
2: good yeah. on you, well, I'll that, take it. I guess that's one of the things that the reason why I've added Cyberpunk, even though it has a massive flaw, yeah, a lot of massive flaws. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my reasoning for adding that is that. There's not many games that I can stop at any moment yeah. just to read a sign. Yeah. You know, or just you know, there's been a few games where they've really added tiny little bits here and there like some of the Far Cry games yeah. where you just kind of like, "Fuck, I want to know what that says." Yeah. You know, but in in Cyberpunk there's a lot in there that just
0: the world building. Yeah, yeah. and
2: it's really made me stop and just focus on the world. Yeah. And I don't ever do that in games. I'm more well, it's like all right, sort of oh, like let's get in, to this
0: next bit. In like Red Dead Redemption where you'll like walk down the street and you'll see someone there interacting somehow. Yeah. And you're not a part of it at all. You just watch it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And in Red Dead it's like the ultimate version of that you know Rockstar mm-hmm. Games where you can follow a guy he'll like have a conversation and then go halfway across the world and complete the thing Yeah. and if you follow him you will see the whole journey yeah. and he might get bailed up by fucking bandits along mm-hmm. the way and then you know maybe yeah. you go to where he was supposed to go and they're like where's that guy Yeah. you know it's like that kind of that. world building Yeah. and um, definitely I think CDPR are capable of that yeah if they and they've you know,
2: done a, an amazing job to to have a vision of potentially what it's going to look like in yeah. 50 odd years yeah um and just come up with that kind of feeling yeah you know, it's not 50 years it's like 23
0: 2077 it's um 50, th- 50 56 the years year in the game was way past that anyway it doesn't matter yeah um, so it- but anyway, I mean they're basing like... it off something that's pre created yeah, Cyberpunk twenty twenty yeah. yeah. RPG. But to be able to actually create that world in a video game mm. with all of the extra bullshit that you need in a video game. Yeah. You know, an RPG is just people sitting around a table imagining shit. Exactly. And so to imagine that and then put it in like into a physical form in a mm. video game they did definitely well. takes a lot yeah. of um, work. Mm. And yeah. I really hope And a lot
2: of crunching. But anyway. Yeah. Well,
0: I really hope when I do, because I'm not playing. I deleted it because it yeah. crashed every time I played it after not very long. I was mm. like, oh, fuck this shit. I'm not going to. Mine keep didn't my crash time. for
2: the first 20 hours. Yeah. After that, it crashed every hour.
0: Yeah. Which is fucking weird. I think mine didn't crash very much early on either. Okay. But then I'd have, like, you know. And there's no rhyme or reason to it. You just, yeah, like, walk exactly. down the street and it'd crash. I was in an elevator, yeah. which is a fucking load screen. Exactly. And. You know, I thought we were done with those. Yeah. But nah. okay. You know, it's yeah. things like that where I'm just like, really? Mm. Yeah. Game design. Mm. But the good thing about the elevators is that there's fucking TVs on. Yeah. And there's something
2: cool happening on the yeah, TV that makes just you shitty just go, you go this? There Looking at a wall. Yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah, I. Just, we'll see how that game goes with the if they hit the, the patches mm. and stuff. we're we'll talking more about that on the next exactly. episode where I tear them to shreds. So, and anyway,
2: you guys can send us your top three or, you know, some other highlights of yeah. the year that we may have missed. You can send them to...
0: Podcast at dropbeargaming.com. Or
2: get in contact with us at.
0: On, like, Facebook and Instagram and. Um, Twitch. I haven't been on Twitch since you last made year. Yeah. Um, because I've been. Si- I don't want to sit there coughing into a microphone. Mm, so, and I'm still. I'm, editing this episode is going to be completely fucked from me coughing. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, i hopefully get back into streaming again soon
2: yep. so
0: that we can do that. And obviously, we haven't recorded this one on camera.
2: No, that's right. But
0: uh, we'll get
2: We'll get yeah, to it. Yeah, we'll get know. around it. It yeah. takes us
0: 10 years to get to 177 episodes. <laughs> Give me a break. And by the way, uh, we may or may not have some merchandise this year sometime. Yeah, maybe. So yeah. if you want to buy a Drop My Gaming T-shirt of some description, mm. there'll probably be one available at some point. Exactly. So, keep so your anyway, keep... It, keep them peeled Keep like your a banana eyed.
2: <laughs> thank you very much for listening we hope you had a fantastic Christmas and New Year's and we will talk in your ear holes again hopefully within a couple of weeks we'll see. <laughs> in, in 2021 <laughs> bye see ya.